Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's edition of Achtung Millwall is dedicated to the memory of Arthur Labino Hughes. You're listening to Achtung Millwall, broadcasting from the beautiful South Birmingham, except no substitute. Welcome, 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 dear listeners. Welcome to a beautiful sunny afternoon here at the Den. Joining me on this very special edition of Afton Millwall is the BBC's two rising stars, Mr. Aaron Paul. Welcome back to the show. How long time no see, mate? I like to think I'm half decently established now. And they come in, I've got my own show <laughs> on BBC Radio 5 by 5.9 list, million listeners across the UK. You can speak to my colleague. I'm going to go and sing Roy Green. <laughs> Join me now is Amir, Aaron's colleague. Welcome to the show, Amir. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for having me, man. Nice down there, Millwall. Birmingham City take the field in their yellow and blue. Dear listeners, the lines obviously in there. Familiar dark blue and white. Gary Rarick makes three changes, reports the news at Den, dear listeners, from that defeat up there at Humberside. Disappointing defeat, I thought, last week. What did you make of it? Um, I thought it was pretty, uh, again, given away on balance. But anyway, Scott Malone, Jay Cooper and George Evans replace Saville, Ojo and the injured Dan Ballard. That bad news in the week, devastating. News. Uh, the the three bumped out injury to Dan Ballard and also to uh, Ryan Leonard, another major injury from Ryan Leonard. Your Millwall starting 11 there for Dillis. As Barfield, Kofsky and Gold back line will be Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, Sean Hutchinson, uh, Danny Mack and Scott Malone on either side of that, that back line. Midfield today is George Evans and Billy Mitch. Front three will be Bennett Gafobi, Tom Bradshaw coming into the side, and of course, of course, who else but Jed Wallace. There will be some applause on six minutes today. I don't know if the game's going to actually stop or whether they will continue. I hope it stops. There's going to be a round of applause for the poor young uh, boy Arthur who perished at the hands of... Um, his step-parents. Awful, awful case. I can't actually bring myself to read the horrific details. But it's going to be a joint round of applause from both sets of fans on six minutes today. It'll be Millwall to kick us off, attacking the away end in the first half in accordance with English law and legislation since the time of the ancient venerable bead. And away we go. And so it's very nice of Scott Malone to go full Macaulay Culkin and dye his hair blonde for the festive season. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, I hadn't thought of that one. 
He looks totally different, doesn't he? Absolutely. A few jars in the old salt key, listeners. A very nice Lovely Riverside location. I had a little spot of luncheon. Yeah, I had was a good? steak and owl pie and chips. Yeah, and very nice. Mate, the wings were excellent. And, but I was on, on the um, soft drinks, listeners, due to my condition. We've, we've got the half-time oranges ready, the easy peelers for all that are interested. <laughs> this week, sponsored by m All over the top here on the one minute for Benicophobia on the right. Taking on the 21, he draws a free kick. He does. Right side of the Birmingham penalty area. Early chance for the Lions to make something happen. Jed Wallace standing over the ball. It's almost a Brazilian style kit that Birmingham are wearing out there today. Yellow and blue with white stockings. Scott Malone, pardon me, he's now over the ball. Jed's come more centrally. Six yard box pack with uh, Jake Cooper, Sean Hutchinson, Tom Bradshaw's in there. George Evans just outside the six-yard box. What can we do? One minute, 48 on the clock. It's taken short, says Jed. Ball floated in. That should be a corner. Why wouldn't you have a go from there? A cute angle, you've got a chance. I thought they took a deflection over the bar, but nothing given. Yeah, but why wouldn't you have a go from Malone? I would, well, you know. Going out, chink it wide, let someone have a go. Beautiful sunny day here in south-east London, dear listeners. Third lights are on. It will get dark, obviously, early now as we come towards Christmas time. The magnificent view of Canary Wharf in the sunshine. What more could you want? What better view is there in world football? Well, I mean, as I always mentioned, you've got the silhouette of the uh, waste incineration plant to our right. Well, it looks it. like they've shut down for the day, though. I think it's one, it's one of the iconic views in world football. Well, maybe COVID's affecting business at the moment. <laughs> Brexit, <COVID>. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I wonder if they'll be any cherry pickers from Derby in general. Well, I mean, their form's actually not been too bad. They've, they've had a couple of wins, they? a couple of decent, decent results. I don't know, I don't know. I thought Reading didn't do bad business, Aaron, by um, Andy Carroll, signing Andy Carroll. And here is the uh, picture of Arthur. Young boy's image on the uh, main screen. Play, play has stopped. Awful story. Gesture, both ends and uh, all sides of the ground coming together for that. Players restarted, dear listeners, six minutes. This is back to Danny Mack now on nine minutes. All down the right side. Ball into the middle, that's been cut out for corner. Nice move, Millwall. Tom Bradshaw. Right sided corner. So nine minutes on the clock. Chance for Jed again from this right sided corner to float it into the middle. We've not made terribly much of our set pieces this season. Someone said that on Twitter the other day, and I'm stealing it. And it's true. Ball into the middle of falls to Rachel. One in there, Will. Falls to Murray Wallace. Ball bouncing around inside the penalty. Falls to Murray Wallace. The killer. Mate. Ball. Calm. Composed from the big man. Nicely slammed home, in fairness to him. Nice ball away. It's like he's done it before. Finally a decent set piece routinely. 
one nil Millwall. Ideal start for the Lions, dear listeners. Just what we needed. Ten minutes on the stadium clock. Nicely executed chance by Murray Wallace there. Ball in from the um, corner in from the right side. With a ping pong that fell to Murray. He put it away very nicely indeed. Right start by the Lions listeners as we tick towards 13 minutes. Oh, it's Lee Bowyer, isn't it? It's Lee Bowyer who's the manager of Birmingham City. You sound like you're setting the scene Miserable. for seduction then. <laughs> Miserable face Lee Bowyer image on the screen here, listeners. He loves, just loves fishing, doesn't he? He loves fishing, Lee Does he? Yeah, he owns fishing lakes, I think. I didn't know that. Yeah, he loves fishing and wine, apparently. Very interesting. I didn't know that. He's going to be a manager, went to Charlton and, um, and got given the job. He never looks happy. No. Never looks happy. Never sounds happy either. Downbeat. Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. We did try and, yeah, as uh, Aaron said, we did try and sneak into the exact lounge, but it was all sold out today. We couldn't get in, dear listeners. They said if your name ain't on the door, right, they're coming in. Meanwhile, there's a kind of a corner mill wall on the right side. Good start by the Lions, listeners. We need uh, to really make this pay now. We're one goal ahead already. A second one will be absolutely wonderful. It's uh, Scott Malone to take this time. He's swung it in. Almost swung it. It's direct in. It's into the side netting. Worth a go. Come to 16 minutes. No 1-2 and Tom Bradshaw. Danny Mack gets the cross into the box. Nice header by Benica Fogo. Just over the bar. Nice move. Little ball, angle ball back. A Fogo got down low. Nice move, Aaron. A bit more slower, but they're, they're taking the time and they're getting the right pass. Yeah, yeah. We were looking very much in control at this stage, I would say. 26, 26 minutes, I'm here. Mill in control for you at the moment, mate? Yeah, it's looking good. They're looking, they're looking in control. Really? No, not even, I don't even think they've had a shot on target, have they? Nothing. No. Long ball over the top for Tom Bradshaw to chase it down. It's hoofed basically anywhere by the goalkeeper. It does force eventually to a Birmingham shirt. Do visit Picture Publishing, dear listeners, for the Mill Who's Who book. It's a wonderful one for production, production by our own. Neil Fizzler, uh, as well as Chris Bethel, Jim Creasy and Dave Sullivan. 1999 on victorpublishing.co.uk. Every Millwall player that's paid for us ever. And it is ever as well. I mean, the depth of research on it is, is something quite incredible. So do check that out. 34 minutes nearly. It balls into the box. That's headed over for a goal kick. Game's gone off the boil somewhat for me. This is last... Um, minutes really both sides looking rather average at the moment I and mean, there's every opportunity to spark something it's been a bit um, kick and hope at times referee dominating really nice take by Sean Hush as he tries to feed it through this is Billy Mitchell midfield does well to win the ball back there gives Benningophobia a chase now he's tried to work that's going to go for a Left-sided corner, nicely done. Benica Fobe, 39, comes towards 40 minutes. Chance for Mills to get the ball in from the left side now. Scott Malone will take. In it comes from Scott Malone, it's deep, it's... 2-0, bullet header, Tom Bradshaw! Left-sided post, he put that away with a plum, dear listeners. Little Forrest Yaron. Is he playing it into, his way into a new contract, Nick? <laughs> 2-0 Millwall, nicely done. Happy days. Happy days. Happy days. Nice 
to see Tom Brayshaw back amongst the goals, dear listeners. Both of our corners have produced goals. I've been, I've been knocking our set-piece routines all game, haven't I, listeners? That'll, that'll learn me. But both of the corners, it just dawned on me, have produced goal-scoring situations in this game so far, anyway. Wrap-up Nick, basically. There's a ball over the top, finds Benick Afobi. He takes and turns quite nicely. Tries to spread paper straight into the path of a yellow shirt. 18 brings away. Good work there by George Evans. He's been something of a... You know, critical figure so far this season, but he's actually done for quite well for me this half. Stability, isn't he? Yeah, he cleared that quite nicely. This is a 24, that's going to go for a right sided corner. Well, a little bit. Yeah. Growth, growth. Yeah. There's the half time whistle whilst Aaron tells me about Hezbollah. 2 0 for the Lions. I'd say we're pretty much in control of that half, largely speaking. Huh? Happy days, man. I mean, when was the last time you saw a half like that? I don't think they've had a shot on target. No. They haven't really offered much apart from a couple of hairy moments at the back, but that's Mill's own. No, it's been Mill, Mill, Mill all. And so. a couple of solid finishes. There's no happy days, guys. The festive season is upon us. Yeah. Good stuff so far, listeners. So there we are. Half time, Mill 2, Burn City 0. Achtung, Millwall. Not often I get to talk to my mate Aaron since his career's taken off. You've been doing really well, mate. You're reviving the um, the fan shows you were saying, weren't you? Yeah. I don't know if you're able to announce that yet. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we kind of can. We, we basically, well, I've gone back into BBC Radio London, obviously. Yeah. I've been working with Five Live, but yeah. I've always sort of made no secret about it that I wanted to go back the way I left in 2018 to go to Love Sport wasn't how I wanted it to be so yeah. when the opportunity arose to go back and do a show on a Monday night I suggest I went in did a, a show yeah. and I turned out to management and said look if you want to do something proper I've got an idea let's have a chat we pitched it the next day and literally they straight away it was unanimous yes yeah go for it you know, we really want it um, so we started off trialling a few fan shows clubs that we've got commentary rights to yeah yeah. Uh, we're giving press to them and they've really really flown so they're, they're Monday night 7 to 8 on BBC Radio London um, and of course you'll be hopefully joining us in the new year Nick, oh, absolutely we had a gig until the gig, the gig lasted until the 13th of December yeah last until 13th of December uh, and then they take a break for Christmas London have a different schedule over Christmas yeah yeah, yeah. that's how they do things um, and then uh, from January we'll be back with um, with, with London and football fan shows really buzzing to be part of it mate. looking forward to it it's they, the they... best scene it's the best the best patch out there the best football patch yeah it's a patch I love so much you know and I get to work with fans like yourself and I get to work with clubs as well you know the benefit we have and I'll say this to fans now yeah um we have so much more to offer with the fan shows now yeah. because we are the BBC. Yeah, that's a bigger, bigger scale of... Into these clubs. We pay for rights into these clubs. Yeah, yeah. This isn't like a love spot where we have no material, no access to players, nothing no, like that. No, no, no. So expect more. Excellent. Expect player interviews. Expect, you know, players to come to the show. Expect big names to come to the show because that's what you'll get. Fantastic. Oh, the basic... We, we did it with Love Sport listeners, as, as you'll probably remember. But I used to say, well, we used to discuss it, didn't we? What a great idea, what a great concept. Yeah, yeah. It's made for the city of the, the, the greater London with all of its 12-plus uh, clubs now, probably 13 with Sun. Great idea, so really looking forward to it, mate. Yeah. I'll tell you what, 0800 731 2000. We'd love to hear from you guys. The biggest thing is calls. 
want to hear. This is your opportunity. You know, a lot of Football League fans, and I've got a lot of Millwall fans. By the way, thank you to those who called 606 okay. a few weeks ago. The Millwall fans who called in, I really appreciate it because I wanted calls from Millwall fans. Because, yeah, yeah. You know, I've, got, I've got a lot of love for this club and I've got a relationship with this club. I want to hear from your supporters who called. But the BBC London show is your opportunity to phone in now. It's your opportunity to have your say. If you feel like you can't phone in 606 when Savage and Sutton are presenting because, you know, you don't feel comfortable, it's a, there's a top four narrative, yeah. fine. This is your opportunity now. We, we've sorted it out. 0800 731 2000. You'll obviously you know, promote when the Monday nights yeah, yeah. look out the uh, BBC London Sports Twitter account and Facebook page to tell you when they are. We'll probably put up a bit of a calendar. Uh, as, to, as to what fan shows got when and you know, just really looking forward to bringing them to you guys in the new year. There we are, looking forward to that much listeners, so keep your ears out for that, we'll be posting whenever whenever we can to support Aaron. Um, I always knew he was good, the moment I clapped eyes on Aaron at Love Sport and I walked in there like a gibbering wreck to doing live radio and there he was, I always knew he'd go a long way, so that's, that's the proof of the pudding there, so yeah, new year, the return of the uh, the London fan shows this time via the BBCs and with their resources as, as Aaron says, so look forward to that in the new year. Achtung, Mehlball. Here come the lines for the second half, dear listeners. 2-0 ahead. We really should not be letting this situation go from here, Aaron, should we? So keep it locked up nicely, maybe go for the third as well. It's know. Gary Rowett tight football time, I think. Well, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a midfielder coming, someone like a Kifton Bell. Or maybe a Kifton Bell, yeah, yeah. Kifton yeah. Bell come in, or I, my bet would be a Fobe. Yeah, Jed and Wallace up top of the line. Fobe's not been that effective. Uh, he's let one be, He's talking because he's been mad month out of the game. Yeah. Everywhere he is, George Frenzy. So here we go. Birmingham to kick us off for the second period. We'll be attacking their, their fans in the upper deck of the away end. Lions will be attacking the Colblow Lane end as per the edicts laid down by the Venerable Bede in the 9th century Anglo-Saxon England. There we go. There goes Jed. Nice one to Rabinica Fobi. Jed beats his man on the left. He's into the penalty area. What can he do? <coughs> Corner. Tackled at the last by the 34 as he wove into the box. Nice bright early start for the Lions. Early uh, left-sided corner. There he is. Michael Avery joins us. How are we? He joins us right? after the pre-match oh, nice. drinks, and it comes from the left. Balls in towards Jed. That's going to go for a goal kick. Mm, should have been a left-sided corner. Referee's not been on our side, Amir, is he? No, Done giving us nothing, mate. Not at all. Every 50-50's gone to. Gone the other way. Yeah. Gone the other way. We're, we're, we're inquiring in the moment about some potential Harry Warren voodoo dolls, so if anyone's interested, <laughs> let us know. That will be a good buy for Christmas. They, they will sell like hotcakes on Blue Friday, dear listener. <laughs> Maybe for Midsummer's Night or something yeah. like that, when, when the, witch, get, the witching hour comes. You can get the mail order as well if you're not good on the old interwebs. He does draw a lot of flack, poor old Harry. On, on no, no, but he's a good lad. He's, out. he's a lovely boy. I love him to death. Lad, so but a, a voodoo doll you that try, you can put you things in. in the back of a cab with him, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's an old boy, mate. This is Tom Bradshaw, takes for Jed Wallace, beautiful take and touch there, it falls to Tom Bradshaw, shot on goal, beautiful stop by the goalkeeper, great, great, great shot there from Tom Bradshaw from a very tight right-sided angle, 53 minutes. Unlucky Tom Bradshaw, with the confidence to take and turn and shoot there, 
ball down the left now Birmingham on the break into the middle penalty area that's across the face of the goal it's going to go for a corner It's a goal kick. He didn't know what to do there. He didn't know what decision to give. I'm not being funny. The ball goes out. You can't have like what 10, 20 seconds of neither official knows what. Well, if you don't know, you've got to give it to the defending side, haven't you? As darkness descends, the atmosphere ramps up here at the Den Dennis. There's a 36. Deeney, nice ball through to the nine. His shot is blocked into the box. Goal kick. I thought um, that was going to go in the net for a moment. Ball through. This is great goal by Troy Deeney. 2-1. Do, he what, what, what did I say two minutes before? Good player. Yeah. So Troy Deeney having a go at the crowd. That will uh, go down well. 2-1. Basically a one-two down the middle and then Troy Dreamy blasts yeah. home very, very well. Exactly. And the thing is as well, all jokes aside, yeah, we, we know he's in the championship now, but last, last season he's, he's in the Premier League. He, he's a Premier League striker. He, 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 he knows where that half yard is. Quality turn. Beautiful strike by Deeney there, Amir. Yeah, very, Not that very way. Very good player. Well, that Millwall have taken the lead too early, isn't it? Yeah. Gives a different feel. Two-one. Yeah. That, that's that's all they've done. It was all a game. Premier League yeah, finish. Yeah, it's all they've done all game and they've scored. And we have a blue flare at the Birmingham end. Looks like that flare landed in amongst the disabled fans down there. There's a little bit of um, I don't know if it's attention being given to one fan down there in the wheelchair. Tom Bradshaw, nicely done by finds Danny Mack. Balls into the box, but that's going to be put back to Danny Mack. Jed Wallace now. Tone Bradshaw takes some turns. That's going to go for a right-sided corner. That uh, disabled fan looks like he's getting a little bit of uh, medical attention down there. I've never seen a player warm up as slowly as Alex Pierce in my life. <laughs> in these two weeks, he reminds me of Madge on the Zimmer frame in Benetton. Right-sided corner. I've got half an eye on the, on the fan down there and half an eye on the corner. By Scott Malone, it's floated in from the right. It's into the boat, punched up and away by the goalkeeper. Ball bouncing around. It's, yeah! it's in there from close range. Ball floating back. It's by Benigafobe. Slammed over from close. Offside. Fuck. <laughs> Flag up, offside. Jed, overlapping ball into the middle. Balls to Benny Mitchell. Great work, Benny Mitchell, persistent on the, on the left side there. It'll be a free kick, free kick. Appeals for a penalty there, I don't know he's inside the box. Goal kick, he's given a goal kick, rather than a free kick. Great work by Benny Mitchell leading into that. I'm surprised, I'm surprised though, considering what we're nearly at 65 minutes and Savile's not been introduced yet. So, no. I mean, I mean, it's probably a compliment to the midfield so far, but you, you'd expect if he was on the bench, George Savile to be looking again at an appearance about now, wouldn't you, with what, 30 minutes to go? Ball out wide, Danny Mack, he's found Jed Wallace in the box. This is Jed, 
Benica Fobay's on target down low, harmed away by the goalkeeper. Should he have done better there, Amir? He had the whole goal to shoot at, he should have done better. Yeah. Basically, he should have done a lot better. He's had a poor game. Sticking in the corner. He's not had a good game. If that was the board. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right if side of corner. Well, if that was John Daddy, would have put that in the net. You know what I mean? If, if he wasn't being Bellina at half time, <laughs> he would have buried that. I mean, the question is as well, all seriousness, mm. if you was an away fan, would you be happy with his performance? You know, like, as a Birmingham fan? Yeah, I wouldn't be happy with this. Yeah. They've had one moment. They've only turned yeah. up in the exactly, second half. Yeah. But you can't, well, you can blame Gary Rout for his yeah. lack of substitutions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes it like when we say it in the den, sometimes you've got to look at the, the game from the way back. It's just think, going a little bit flat. If you travelled around and watched this, and, oh, and no, if you no, burned no, them, you no, wouldn't no. be. No, you wouldn't be. Why has Mr. Byfer now got a load of takeaway boxes in his office? It's lonely up there. <laughs> He's starting a I reckon Byfer now is the administrator for Deliveroo. Because they look, <laughs> like, they look <laughs> like Deliveroo boxes, don't they? He's got knives and forks and everything. Look. There you go. Jed Wallace combining well with Danny Mack on the right side. He done well to win the ball there. Ball into the box. Jules Evans! 3-1 Jules Evans! Top corner! El Maestro! I'll tell you this now, dear listener. Don't you ever fucking speak ill of George Evans again. Ever. What a finish. Top corner. Top left-hand corner. Then goes Bozerka! Clearance, but it still went in the top corner. Let's see it again. Good work there. Who's that by us by Danny McNabble? Uh, puts across the penalty area and really He's nicely, really nicely hit home He's by George Evans. People going for home over in the Burnley event. Great, yeah, great, great finish. Michael's on the promotion train. There we go. He's bought a ticket. But this, but this is where it's mental, though, isn't it? Like, because we're such a tight division. It, it, it's so, it's so tight. Like, like we had, to, we had two poor results, not poor results. We had the, the Bournemouth game and the whole game. Yeah. One, game, one point from six. We dropped like a stone. One game back. One game back to winning. If it stays like this, and then bang, you three points outside. It's, it's but there's always time to slag off Lee Bowyer. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we, we can't do it today. But Bowyer's next best thing on the ball forward. You can see George Evans after that master. <laughs> Here goes Shed. Dispossesses the 34. He's into the penalty. What would Jed do? Shots on target. Falls to Scott Malone. Tipped over. Couldn't quite get a hold of it. And the rebound, dear listeners. This is getting exciting. You've got to be a sick kind of fucker to love an atmosphere like this. Great move there. It's going to be a right-sided corner mill wall. I say, Omir is, without that, the calmest man <laughs> in the house. We, we, we've had a shot scored. We've had a shot again. He's not flinched. He's I mean, our new mascot. Good luck, mascot. Yeah, that might be it, yeah. Selfridge's bag has taken a wrong turn, evidently. And he has attended 1 1 1. Well, presumably, we'll get through to the finish anyway. I don't know if I should ask her if she wants an orange or not. <laughs> she might be lost. Left sided corner, Dennis, for 77 minutes. It's going to come in now. Scott Malone takes deep, 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 deep. Murray Wallace is bouncing around, he runs through to the goalkeeper. She is. Mr. Den's needed. Mr. Den's leaving the building. Yeah. This 
Bell time for Jed. 82 minutes, dear listeners. Bradshaw's a good contender for man of the match as well. I mean, oh, yeah, definitely. I think the amount of effort and, I mean, the goal um, and just the sheer determination. I mean, he showed it there. Late in the game, he's still fighting to win a ball that's um, but, but, but this is going in back the air. To it. This is going back to what we said pre-game. I think there, there are players that we've got there yeah. who might ne- not necessarily click in how we play, but a lot of championship players, uh, championship teams would, would buy or take a punt on, and I do think Bradshaw's one of them. I, I think he's come into his own. I mean, he's, yeah. played, he's played himself into the team, really. Yeah. But, but, but that's what that's what, we saying, that's what we said before the game, Nick, weren't we? You, you, you've got players who might not necessarily have worked every week for us, yeah. but a lower half of the table yeah. team, mid-table, they, they take Bradshaw all day long. Another substitution, listeners. This is uh, Mason Bennett coming in for Tom Bradshaw. A very good round of applause for Tom Bradshaw. Good performance. <laughs> Beanie trying to put one through there, should, should bounce through. What are you doing? Oh, he's put it wide. The ball bounced through to the 15. Goal at his mercy, he's put it wide left. And do you know what? They're the moments there where we all love Bar- Bartosz Bielkowski, but there's, there's no need for that. You know? No, it's just sloppy defence. In a situation in a game where we just want to keep it tight. Yeah, 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 exactly. Two, two minutes to go, you want to keep it tight. He just, just absolutely flaps it. There's a miserable face of Lee Bowie up there, look. Hey! hey. <laughs> hey. There it is, three Birmingham one. Man of the match, Aaron Paul, who are you going? Tom Bradshaw. Tom Bradshaw. Our mayor, Tom Bradshaw, number yeah. nine. Yeah, yeah, same. Michael? Me for watching this, no, Tom Bradshaw. I won't, I won't fight any of you. I also want to name check uh, George Evans. Danny Mack. My man of the match, the first of match, Selfridges lady. Didn't know she was coming, ended up turning up, saw four goals, happy days. Selfridges lady. There we go. Good win, Millwall. Um, we, I thought we might have, come on, let's go. Might have let come it slip on. at some points. No, 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 come on. Here it comes. And there it comes, we're waiting for it. There we are, dear listeners. Rocking from the past. You thank you, Amir. You thank you, Aaron Paul, Michael Avery. Big thank you. The River Dirty Millwall. I've been given an executive lounge pass. Well, we'll see you after the break. In the in the executive lounge, no, no less. Try and get Cav. Try and get Cav. Get his opinion. There we go. Achtung, Mehlball. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So we've gathered in the, uh, the, the, the high, Lord High Council chamber of the exec lounge. Gathered around the table here, we have Mr. Ryan Loftus. Good afternoon. Enjoying the spoils of a win. Spoils of a win. We've got Aaron, we've got Amaya, we've got Harry. Good afternoon. <laughs> Very happy. And Michael's dad. <laughs> Michael's dad. Avery Senior. Avery Senior, Michael. Michael's not here, it's just his dad for you to now come in now. So who, who, who amongst us thought we were going to let that go at 2-1? Me. <laughs> <laughs> who amongst us thought... When, when, when Alex Pierce came in, who, which amongst us cursed? The air did turn blue around me, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I thought we closed it out quite nicely. I mean, the, the third goal was um, crucial. But I, th- I thought, who's man the match? I mean, who did you go for? It's difficult. I think, um, I don't like him, but I thought George Evans had probably his best game. I'd agree with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mill shirt brother. And, uh, but I thought Tom Bradshaw... Uh, a month ago is a night and day player and I now understand why Neil Harry's brought him for the first time. He's, he's played his way into the team and you can see why. I mean, that was a, that was a nicely taken chance for the, the second goal, 2-0. Wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But then I think as well, like, he's so... He makes a phobia better and a phobia makes Bradshaw better. It's, it's beginning to become a partnership that... You know, I'm comfortable with that being our forward line. When was the last time we could say that? Long while, long while. Um, not a phobie's best game today, Ryan, did you think? I thought he was a little bit off it today. How did you see it? Yeah, it was just a bit sloppy on the ball, but again, work rate off the ball kind of makes up for it, doesn't yeah. it? I yeah. mean, the fans love him chanting his name at points. Yeah, did Unlu- you hear that? Unlucky, the phobie song. Unlucky just not to get a goal. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, well, you know, I think he's not going to be brilliant every game. He's just he just is a handful of defenders, and like Harry's saying, as a partnership with Bradshaw, it works seems to work really well. They bring the best out of each other. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not not his brightest game, but I think can't have a complaint about. Who's your man in the match today? Did you go for? It's tough. I think Evans is a good shout. I mean, his finish was really good. He was really good on the ball. Um, him and Mitchell, you know, we haven't really seen them two in midfield together. I, I thought Danny Mack was really good in, in attack and defence. He's obviously much more comfortable as a wing back than a full yeah, back. I agree with that. But he he got forward really well. Obviously, set up Evans's goal. Yeah. Got forward really well. Was combining with. He was almost looking like Marlon Romeo in disguise. Though he's linking up with Jed Wallace. Yeah. No, it so, a, I thought it was an impressive performance, Danny Mack. So I think pre- impressive all round. I think Bradshaw would be in for a shout, Evans or, or Danny Mack for me. But again, playing devil's advocate. Birmingham were very poor. Yeah, they, 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 had one, they had one shot which they scored from, but that's because they had a Premier League level centre forward. Yeah. Um, 
I think you could argue we, we should have really got four or five, really. I'm, I, I mean, I'm not, not saying like attacking play, but I think a faux bad one that went wide. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There was another one that was saved as well. So, re- really good, good teams. Good day out of Millwall today, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this is what we were saying before, that this is the first time since I was talking to Ryan about it a minute ago that I can't remember last time we scored three at home or last time we even scored or, or three in general this season but did we get three last season we scored three we would have done we, we, in a couple of games but dead rubbers like at the end of the yeah, season yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying so I'm saying that they were dead rubbers they were dead rubbers yeah. Yeah. Dead rubbers. Yeah. But, yeah. but 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 the, di- but the difference yeah, but the is the, and the difference is in the argument is is that if you had a and I, and I know they're far and away but if you had a Fulham um, Fulham, Bournemouth, West Brom, teams in the top six, would they have scored more goals today? And I think they probably yeah, would have probably done. Would have, yeah, they probably would have done. But they got a better quality front line. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, scoring goals has never been our forte. I mean, that's, that's the thing with Scratch night at half time, it being the last time Millwood 2 0 up at half time in a league game. And I think it is the Nottingham Forest game pre COVID that really looked like a turning point for Millwall. Yeah. So. It's we don't score a load of goals, so for for three to come along in one game that were all really well worked goals, two two obviously two set pieces, but both of them different set pieces well worked. The third goal was really really good, and we we could have had what three four yeah. or four or five even. Yeah. And, scored and three, I think but. as well without putting um, words in his mouth, Aaron had a great question earlier on about what was that question? <laughs> basically, if you had a choice now between a Fobe and Bradshaw, oh budget wise, which one would you keep? That's a good. I mean. That's a good question. I mean, well, they're similar ages. I think Afobi's probably a couple years older. Yeah. But to pick in between them is hard. I think, like Harry's saying, they seem to be working very well together. Whenever they're on their own, they both seem to have the same problem of being very Pressure isolated. Your industry, they, both, they both work yeah. really hard. Afobi's but when... when I think a Fobe yeah. offers you more overall. So like, yeah. I, think, I, I, think, I think you can play a Fobe as a nine, but you can also slot him in as a ten if you need to. But yeah. I don't think a Fobe's probably a bit more dangerous in behind. Yeah, yeah. And, and but I think Bradshaw, as good as he is, he only plays one way. Like you can't ask him to do something else. Bradshaw is a player that can play in a two. I don't necessarily think he can play in a one. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he, he can't lead so much less than what he is in a two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he looks like a Bradshaw, and what are you saying about when Harris? Signed him. He looks when he plays like I say. He looks like a really good Lee Gregory replacement. Yep. Like he looks, he's physical. He's not. He's not massively tall. Oh, his finish is much better. He's a much better finisher. But like Harry said, I think you can definitely see why he was brought in because he works really hard and with another strike partner alongside him he seems to bring the best out I mean, of him so. it is a shame that we were almost robbed of a Morrison-Bradshaw partnership I know that sounds terrible yeah, yeah. I generally think that we could have been even better with, uh, with that in that season yeah. we had a chance can yeah. I say as well though second half I said it to Nick another solid game with us with four at the back yeah well it's back five today None, was it? Yeah, I think it was. Malone, but it's Malone, a very hybrid. Malone, Malone was, Malone was when, you, when you've got Malone and, Wall- and Murray, it's yeah. a very hybrid sort yeah, of that's system. Yeah, I mean, well, right, said that. That's why I said a four, because the amount of times that Malone was attacking, yeah. it looked like No, it looks. It looks. Yeah, it looks I think it's not. Malone almost plays as a one. Yeah, he starts so he's high up. He's just like, it's literally, well, he can't defend, so let's just give him the ball. Yeah, and, and when you've got Wallace, that's why I thought I thought Cooper was good in the middle, because normally Cooper would play instead of Murray Wallace. Yeah. 
but Cooper was good in the middle today. Hutchinson's good out on the right. There was still so a think, couple of times though with Cooper where he looks a little bit unsure. Yeah, yeah, but that's, I think that's I think that's match sharpness. I think yeah, to an extent. I, I also agree that I, I think one that one Hutchinson Hutchinson is uh, he's up. I mean, uh, great, great performance. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be totally honest. If he's not player of the season this year, he will never win player of the season. No Hutchinson. Because, yeah, because yeah. he's just. <laughs> He shouldn't be at our club. He's too good. He doesn't get beat in one-on-ones. He wins everything. He heads everything. Just yes, solid, he's solid. He's all playing ain't great. Like that's his worst asset of his game. But as a defender, he's yeah, but, you, 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 but if you've got a ball playing centre half next year, you yeah, don't, you don't no, need you that. Don't need game. You don't need to have a stretch. I mean, is he is he the best free transfer Millwall have ever signed? There's a lot of decent free transfers in this no, side. No, I, I, I think there's a decent question where, at least in the last five, ten years, he's. I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's there's not there's not been many centre backs when, and I, he struggled for fitness at times. But when he plays, he's one of the best centre backs in the league. When he get when he plays, captain's armband, you can trust him. He's taken us from League One up. He's been one of the best centre backs in the league for a long time. Like. There's not many better free transfers. Obviously, we, we never got profit in him, and we probably won't in terms of selling him on, which is sometimes yeah, but, what you yeah, want to benefit but, from. But, but in terms of performance, given us, no performance it, perspective, it, it, it's not a loss, he's been phenomenal. And I think there's not many players. And that's I mean, people point to it a lot. Obviously, Cooper's dropped out of form a bit now, but. As a centre back partnership, we paid about 300 grand for Cooper and Hutchinson for free. There's not many better centre back players. What makes me laugh is what they'd actually go for if you had them on contract. If they were at any other oh, club, yeah. oh, God, they yeah. wouldn't ever, you know, it's, it's this look down at us that happens with Wallace. It happens yeah, yeah. with a certain extent with Savile, obviously, yeah. business room back we discussed earlier. But, you know, they're, 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 we are now starting for the first time in my time in following the club. It's that we are, we're buying getting in free transfers with resale value which is yeah. which has been different yeah. and that needs to continue for the club to thrive really yeah it needs to be younger I mean Cooper that's the that's I think that's the biggest concern I think with Cooper's down in downturn down in form is that really a season ago but a season ago we could have got 10 million for him I was going to say like business that's the thing business, business wise you want him to be yeah, yeah, or even even now you think Couple of years ago, but I, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always really hard to, because a club like Millwall, realistically, we have to sell our best players because a lot of the other ones don't have a load of value. So, well, Cooper's it's... Cooper's probably going to be someone that so, will get sold. So, what did Adam Flint go for? Eight. Yeah, he went for a lot to Cardiff. And he went. What do you win? So, what you reckon? Same eight ish. And he's younger. Cooper's I, I, younger. I, I think at the moment, uh, uh, he, at his level now, the way he's playing now. If someone offers fire for him, you'd take it. Like his, the way he's playing at the moment. Well, I think, what was the, what did Ezri Contract because, because, Ezri Contract No, because like he's, not, million, he's, not been, he's not been very, he's not been great. Centre-backs, English centre-backs, left-footed English centre-back who's six foot five. I reckon you get 10 million. Yeah, yeah, but really you're, like. saying, you're saying left-foot centre-back, six foot five, who's playing well. He's not had a good Yeah, but I, think, but I think he is a good centre-back. And he's, and he's not yet 27. Like, I think... I think Realistically, I think he's having a dip rather than a like. Yeah, he's not. No, he's I not dropped. Like, what yeah. he missed. He missed what? No games in two, three years, and then he had a sh- repeated shoulder injury. Will he make the Premier League? Though, or does he need to get promoted as a team? I think he. I think. I think a team could gamble on him in a Premier League I and bring him there's through. There's one man. There's one man. Former Millwall man. Sean Dyche. Absolutely. If they, 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 exactly they signed James Tarkovsky, if they could bring in Cooper for ten million pound, I reckon that's a deal. Like, I think I don't. Come, come to Aaron, you're the oracle. Come on, come on. Because I, I think Cooper's better on his feet than people maybe give him credit for, but he also is probably better off not being a ball playing centre back. So when um, Channel Four started, dear listeners, there used to be a program called After Dark where people would basically talk and get pissed, and they would carry on 
until there was a logical conclusion. And I think we've probably reached that point now with Ryan, Ryan Loftus as the player concerned is on the other side of the door. Thank you for listening to this intellectual conversation from the executive lounge. From the chaps at the Christmas do, we're going to have a drink now. Arrivederci Millwall. Hi Nick, it's Angelo here, who's been at the game today. Um, just uh, well, obviously the best performance of the season by far. Um, obviously they've done it the, the whole 90 minutes, but just unbelievable performance from Billy Mitchell. The guy was just unbelievable today. I, I've, I've always had my doubts about his physicality because he's not fast, he's not big, but every game now he's starting to prove me more and more wrong. The, the kid was just absolutely class today. He was all over the shop, you know, country mile man of the match. Brilliant performance by Billy. Um, in my eyes, it was the Billy Mitchell show today. Um, fantastic performance and brilliant result. Come on, you Lions. Hi, Nick. It's Matt Richards here, just um, coming away from the game. Yeah, great result. Really good performance. On the top from the start, really. And I was a bit worried that we weren't going to take advantage of that, but first goal, coming under the, after the pressure, we were putting them under, and then we kind of, I don't know, we, sh- we should have been 2-0 up in the first half hour, and we've just kind of got to come back in, but yeah, second goal, brilliant, just at the right time, 2-0 up half time, must have been dreaming, bloody hell, when was the last time that happened, and um, yeah, just really good, even second half, you know, I mean, I think the goal, goal back, and you, you start worrying a bit, but scored a per- at the perfect time, 3-1, Great performances all round. Um, Billy Mitchell was just immense. Um, Phobie just didn't give up, stop giving up, and Bradshaw's just every game is getting better. You know the confidence she's losing through him. So, yeah, great result. And actually, I, I thought George Evans was, was really good. I, I, I don't, I quite like George Evans. I know he gets a bit of stick, but he's a classy midfielder. He's, he looks, he's always looking for a pass. And brilliant finish for the goal. So, um, yeah, great result. Come on, you Lions. Hello, Nick. Ground pain. That's entertainment. That's what we want. A proper Millwall performance today from start to finish. Gary Rowett has definitely changed his tactics at home. Bournemouth and today we attacked and looked like scoring goals. Tom Bradshaw and Bennett Phoebe work well and give us options now in front of goal. Even when Birmingham pulled a goal back today, we still took the game to them and we rewarded with a great goal from George Evans. Evans is someone who I've criticised on here, but today he played well in midfield. Others who deserve a mention, Jake Cooper, I think he had his best game of the season. Uh, Tom Bradshaw, who's in a rich fame of form, scoring goals, long may that continue. Then two of our own, Danny Mack, another solid performance. And then my man of the match, Billy Mitchell, who is getting better and better each time I see him. If he continues to progress at his current rate, we could have a real gem on our hands there. We now need to carry on like that at Peterborough. Come on, you Lions. Senor Skalak here following that excellent 3-1 win against Birmingham City. Um, I thought that was uh, arguably our best performance of the season where we played consistently well for pretty much 90 minutes, bar their goal where we were a little bit sloppy. But it was you know, some good movement from Deeney and an excellent finish. But I thought we, uh, on the balance of play, fully deserved the win. I think Rowett said after the game, I mean, we had 20 shots, 10 on target, which is just unheard of for, for this Millwall side. Arguably, again, we should have probably scored 4-5. Um, but, you know, 3-1 was still a good good scoreline for us and a comfortable win. And it was nice 
you know, to kind of relax, I guess, for the last 10 minutes of the game, knowing that Birmingham were just down and out and we were pretty dominant, you know, pushing for that fourth. So I thought um, Rowick got it right. He's he's really been switching the formations around, um, obviously two up front again, and it's nice to see a Fabian Bradshaw look like they can play together. Um, we like a strike partnership at Millwall and that those two seem to be forming something. Um, Jed played quite well in the hole, uh, had a lot of freedom to get around and then the two midfielders, I thought Billy Mitchell again was absolutely excellent, um, probably man of the match, just didn't put a foot wrong all day and his energy and intelligence on the ball is just unbelievable for his age and the amount of um, games that he's played so far. Um, also credit to George Evans, I thought we would probably start Keefton Bell today um, because obviously he's playing against his old side. Um, but obviously he came on and he, he was okay. But I think Evans, you know, looked a little bit off the pace at times, a few misplaced passes, but on the whole, um he, he he does have a little bit of class about him at times, you know, quite good, you know, ball skills and, and, and obviously an excellent goal. Um really just took his time and just placed it in the top left uh to seal that victory. Um obviously George Savile was a bit of a surprising omission. I, I have called for him to be dropped because I just think I don't think he's been enough to guarantee done enough to guarantee that start every week. And we saw today that I thought Mitchell and Evans on the whole um were a brilliant midfield together. So um you know, Savile's probably gonna be sitting on the bench, I think, for the next couple of weeks until uh, you know, someone slips up or we get an injury because um I think that too worked very well with that formation at home. Um but yeah, excellent win. Um, we needed that win desperately after a little few disappointing results. Um, but let's push on into Christmas because we're, we're so close to that top six. If we can just put two or three wins together, we'll be in there. But really impressed with the performance yesterday. I think, it, as I say, most complete performance of the season. Um, and it certainly gives you a lot of hope moving forward. Uh, we've got a winnable game at Peterborough. Um, on the weekend away from home but we've got to make sure that we're solid at the back and we take our chances which is something that we just didn't do at Hull last week anyway come on you Lions Achtung, Mailball. so there we are dear listeners huge thank you to Mike Hayden to Graham to Angelo and to Matt Richards for leaving those messages for us do leave us your reaction listeners we do want to hear from you period but if you can leave us a message on the answer phone that's 0208 1440232. We do want to hear from you. It's wonderful to get these post match reactions to yesterday's wonderful, terrific 3 1 home win over Birmingham City. Um, strongest Mill performance in since pre COVID? I think it probably is, dear listeners. What do you make of it? I thought we really showed a complete all round performance as per the post match comments by Gary Rowett speaking to the press after, after that win yesterday. Um, certainly man of the match contenders, you can take your pick. Um, a lot of plaudits flying around online on Mill Twitter and, and social media. Billy Mitchell, Danny Mack, Tom Bradshaw. Um, my choice yesterday, George Evans for that tremendous goal, but also for his contribution to the game. But that's not to diminish any of those other, other names. I mean, Billy Mitchell... Um, I wouldn't fight you if you put him forward as, as your man of the match. It's going to come down to a matter of opinion in the end. Um, he's really maturing as a player and combined with the um, perceptive passing yesterday, something we haven't seen for a little while um, from George Evans, I mean. Um, some of the balls played into space to be chased down hard by Tom Bradshaw, who's really coming into his own um, increasingly in recent games, I think. 
he's getting a run, he's putting in the effort, he's making some, you know, he'll run all day for you and will chase down often 50-50 situations, 60-40 situations sometimes. So take your pick from any of those names for your man of the match. I've gone for George Evans, but I won't argue with any other choices. Um, I also do want to mention, if I may, the back line, uh, Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper and, and Sean Hutchinson yesterday. Birmingham were kept very quiet. I thought they looked very poor. But that to do that um, implies that the defence was on its game yesterday. And, you know, something we haven't always been able to say so much this season. But I thought yesterday they were closed out pretty much completely apart from their goal, which was a moment of quality and class from players. Uh, I'm talking about Troy Deeney. Um, you know, lovely little uh, passing move down the middle and a, an unstoppable shot. You've got to take your hat off to the footballing quality that we saw for that 2-1. Now, many's the time this season, listeners, you know what I'm talking about here, that we've gone a bit on the wobble and we've let games slip away from us. Um, Rowett speaking after the game referred to that that syndrome. We didn't see that yesterday. We There was a lull, and I mentioned the lull in the course of the... Um, the live, you know, the live comment that we, we did yesterday. Um, so that was a moment where the game could have got away from us. Two one can easily become two two two, and then you feel like you know you've you 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 really messed up. But as it was, we pressed onwards, and that tremendous goal of a terrific finish by um, George Evans. Hats off to Danny Mack for the work down the right to create that situation. But that was a marked difference. Now is that going to be a turning point for the season? Um, we've we've suffered some big losses with the loss of Ryan Leonard and Dan Ballard it announced you know the day before yesterday. Um, who knows? We, we've certainly got the opportunity. We are now sitting in eighth position, just below Stoke and Coventry in the crucial sixth spot in in the table. I think um, Stoke have got thirty one points to our thirty, and Coventry with thirty three. Um, I was also one. <laughs> I mentioned on on um, on Twitter today how just prior to the first goal. I think I said something along the lines of how our set pieces haven't been so good this season. Um, it was a really nice one-two move, wasn't it, to create the chance that fell eventually to Murray Wallace in you know from close range, who buried it really nicely on ten minutes, and another nice set piece move for the second goal, that that bullet header from Tom Bradshaw on forty-one minutes for two 0 um, you know, you, hats off. Work has been done. I think it's mentioned on the official club site and in the in the um, post-match reports of News at Den and and London News Online. Um, that's paid off. Whatever's been done in on the training field, we saw some evidence of it yesterday. So great stuff, terrific stuff, and then the superb George Evans finish that we've mentioned already to to uh, to make it free one and put the game out of sight just when you started to get a little bit itchy and scratchy. I know, I know I was certainly getting so. Set in block one. Um, speaking after the the game, Gary Rowe said it was a complete performance over the ninety minutes, and I think he's right. That's probably the most complete performance since pre, you know, we're going back to the the, the fabled Nottingham Forest win pre COVID. That kind of time is certainly the strongest home performance in footballing terms that we've seen since. Um, he says we started really well in a lot of games, but what we've not managed to do is sometimes score that first goal and and press on. I'd say as well. To Garen, we did press on yesterday. Um, we were excellent in the first half, he says, and excellent value for our lead. So, you know, well done for for that to the whole side that took the field yesterday. Picked out a few comments, listeners, from the Twitter. 
Duncan Kirk thought Billy Mitchell was different class yesterday. I, I, I do agree, Duncan. He played very well. He's really coming into his own. His statistics are unreal. He's, he goes on to say from yesterday's match, it's so good to see him and Danny Mack coming through the Youth Academy and now pivotal to the first team. It's what Mill was all about. I won't, won't argue with that, Duncan. Charlie, Isle of Dogs, says we are so much better with Evans playing instead of George Savile. He's always looking for tactical forward passes. There's so much potential in him when other players get on his wavelength and attack the space that he sees. Really good performance. I mean, I've already said he's man of the match for me, Charlie. I know some will disagree with that, but I thought it was a really strong performance for the reasons that you've you've identified. And um, it's concurred here with Tony Munday. Absolutely, this what, what uh, Charlie's just said. With movement in front of him, Evans has something to aim for, and I think that's probably going to be crucial with a phobie and and Bradshaw combining in a new strike partnership, as picked up by Kevin Fuller. We have, I think we've found a new strike partnership, he says. A phobie and Bradshaw, the new posse and bridges. It's starting to come together. I like the I like the association, Kevin. Um, if we can develop to to even a fraction of that that partnership, then um, we're, we're onto a good thing now. Um, Tony L says Billy Mitchell just nick man of the match for him. Um, seemed to have more freedom with Evans alongside him. Also did well. Um, he also says that Aphobia and Bradshaw may have had words because the service was sharper across the box and in the channels. No Jake Cooper fifty yard floated diags. Um, make it right, Tony. I mean we've said it a few times over the course of this show. The quality of the balls forward allows the chances to be put home by by our forwards, and, and that's that's the way forward for me. Um, number seven from Twitter, hashtag seven. He says, Hutch, Sean Hutchinson, has to win player of the season. He's been man of the match so many times. Unpopular opinion. He thinks he's more important than Jed. Um, interesting view. I, I, I really said I thought the defence did really well yesterday, and um, that kind of backs that up. And the last comment I've picked out, DV, is is Dan Ballard's injury going to be one of those strange blessings, DV asks. It forced Gary Rowe into a more traditional formation and the team looked balanced with everyone knowing exactly what they were doing. First time this season, we've had 90 minutes of proper mill on and off the pitch. Amen to that, DV. Amen to that, mate. I do hope Dan Ballard gets well very, very soon and Ryan Leonard because both are quality players, but I, I, I can't disagree with with those comments um just to close us out um do have a listen to the wall talk episode it was a real honor to be invited into the club to do that wall talk podcast you may have seen it floating around on social media really enjoyed it it's it an odd experience to be interviewed but um a strangely enjoyable one so do check that out um also if you can if you can support our act on calendar i'd really appreciate it it's a 50th anniversary uh, commemoration of 1971-72, my first season as a Millwall fan, the heartbreak, near miss, uh, almost promotion season of 71-72. It's say so myself. I really like this this um, this calendar. It's got um, some classic images: Harry Cripps, Barry Kitch, Derek Posse, Bridges. We've mentioned already. Um, it's going to support the Lions Food Hub, and at least ten quid of your. Um, donation hopefully more depending on how much uh, revenue we get will go into the lion's food hub um there's just a couple of quid postage and packing on top of that to um pay for the stamps but we'll see how the uh, the revenues go but we're certainly looking to get a decent decent donation to the cracking lion's food hub especially at this christmas time of the year when it's when it's difficult 
One last shout out for Neil Fistler's Wonder Work, Meister Verk, Who's Who, Mill Who's Who, 1999 on victorpublishing.co.uk. It's an ideal Christmas present, dear listeners, for the Mill fan in your life. Do, do check it out. And seriously, finally, um, it was wonderful yesterday to meet up with all the boys. We've never actually been in the same place all at the same time. Um, we had a pre-Christmas drink over at the Sulky in, in Rotherhive. Um, and odd as it is in this modern Zoom age, Zoom calls, um, I'd never met Mike, Mike Hayden, lovely bloke, really nice to shake hands with him and say thanks for all of his input on the show over time. Um, I've met the other boys individually and on odd occasions, obviously Aaron when we used to do the, the live uh, stuff, um, at Love Sport and, and Ryan I've met on, on odd occasions, Harry I've met him a few times obviously and Michael. But never have we all been sat around a table um, at the same time. It's a really odd thing to say, really, when you when you weigh up how many um, shows now we've we've put together between the group. So great to meet Aaron, Ryan, Harry, Michael, and Mike Hayden yesterday. Really enjoyed the day. And thank you, boys, for all that you do for the show. I also want to give a shout out to my history co-collaborator and um, co-author of that wonderful, wonderful book, Who's Who, Mr. Neil Fisler. Um, between our group, I think we bring a lot of different voices, different inputs, and I really am enjoying doing Acton Will. It's been a difficult year for me personally this year as we approach Christmas, but I've got to say um, I'm really enjoying the show, and it's wonderful to be um, working with such great individuals. So thank you to all of all of those boys, and thank you to you too, dear listener, for tuning in to this, this edition of um, Acton Will. Hopefully we're going to be back next week after the Peterborough game. So until then, I think it's time to say it. It's time to say Arrivederci Mill. Thank you for listening and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Aston Mill. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. Arrivederci Mill. Till next time. Who do you want to watch? 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.